Blog Talk Radio. Now I taught the weeping willow how to cry. And I showed the clouds how to cover of the clear blue sky. And the tears that I cried to that woman gonna flood you, big river. And I'm gonna sit right here until I die. I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota. And it tore me up every time I heard her drawl, Southern drawl. Then I heard my dream went back downstream to Borden and Davenport. And I followed you, Big River, when you called. But she just walked up the bluff She raised a few eyebrows And then she went on down low Now won't you bat it down by Baton Rouge River Queen, roll it on Take that woman on down to New Orleans New Orleans From WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network The title of our episode Amy Klobuchar of the Mississippi On the 13th of February 2019 we at uh, WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network are attempting to highlight uh, many of the candidates uh, running for the president in uh, 2020. We uh, had Beto O'Rourke, otherwise known as Robert Francis O'Rourke of El Paso, Texas. He was participating in a community march uh, for humanity and humane treatment of people coming across the border, El Paso, of course, being a border city in Texas. And at the same time, uh, D.J. Trump, chief executive, was holding a rally inside of the Coliseum. And the debate immediately over the number of people being in there, we uh, found uh, from the uh, El Paso Fire Department there were 6,000 people in there. And press accounts of Beto O'Rourke, uh, 10,000 people marching through the streets of El Paso, and they ended up in a park a few blocks from where D.J. Trump was. And you can go to that uh, particular uh, broadcast, uh, The Wall, and Beto, or Beto and The Wall. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, you will find that on uh, many of our uh, feeds uh, there. Amy Klobuchar announced her candidacy for the president in the coal on the banks of the Mississippi River. That's the reason we're using the Mississippi as a uh, theme here, because the Mississippi uh, starts in in northern Minnesota, where Amy Klobuchar's uh, relatives uh, come from, where you can walk across it and it moves down through uh, the uh, Twin Cities area on to Iowa, and via Iowa down uh, skirts Illinois and to St. Louis. And from uh, St. Louis, uh, it uh, meanders all the way to New Orleans and the Gulf of Mexico. Very, very long uh, river. You can uh, watch the barges uh, coming down uh, from Duluth, that is in northern Minnesota, with the iron ore. And 
they eventually come through the locks and dams of the Twin Cities and down the Mississippi River. Also, we have their uh, Lake Superior, which uh, borders both Wisconsin and Michigan. So you have that Midwest area there, and that is what her campaign is about. If we look at the uh, states that immediately uh, border Minnesota, Iowa, for one, in the uh, 2008 campaign, which I'm familiar with, uh, Barack Obama of Illinois. Hundreds of uh, people, if not thousands of people, volunteers came in from uh, Minnesota into Iowa. That was some of the backbone of Barack Obama's uh, campaign. And of course, many came also from Chicago. Easy to come there from those uh, two locations. It's also easy for people from Minnesota to go in Iowa to Michigan or into Wisconsin. Wisconsin, if I recall correct, I don't have my cheat sheet here, but it has 10 electoral votes. It is normally not a state that is very well uh, polled. It is a working class uh, state, and it would be a state where an Amy Klobuchar would do uh, well. However, though, there are other people in this race. Bernie Sanders of Vermont done very well uh, in Wisconsin. We don't know at this point uh, what Vice President uh, Biden would do. We do know that in Iowa, he would have many of the officials in Iowa in his corner. So when you start looking at the uh, landscape, uh, when you name it Klobuchar, incidentally, she uh, raised... uh, about a million dollars, a little over a million dollars. Uh, Karma Harris raised a little more than hers, but Karma Harris, uh, Kamara Harris, I get her name right, is going to need as much money as she can get, particularly in the states. Now, this is sort of how the map is going. The candidates, of course, will start out uh, next uh, winter in the snows. Uh, Maybe the snows may not be the snows. In some years, it was snows, recall. Uh, Hillary DeMoster Clinton uh, bought the shovels for the little old ladies when it didn't snow. Those shovels are still out there, and I doubt if uh, Hillary Clinton has ever paid for those shovels. She's notorious not paying her bills. But uh, anyway, uh, nonetheless, uh, that is the first stop. And then we go to New Hampshire. That is the backyard of uh, Senator uh, Sanders, Senator Warren. Incidentally, we also will have Senator Warren. She kicked off her campaign in the historic uh, city of of Lawrence, uh, Mass., where there was a great uh, strike and struggle there by women working in the textile industry at the time. So we'll get those up, and then we'll have some of the uh, ones that are not known as we move through this, uh, this season. And this is February, African History Month. We'll get to some of those presentations also. We're a little bit behind here. Uh, we have an open-source report uh, that is about finished. We'll get that out this week. We said that the last three weeks, but we will get it out this week. Uh, we've been setting up a media server, and that media server is basically about uh, finished uh, using open source software like uh, Dasty, which we're using now. But we'll have more things there, tools, etc. Anyway, that is on the technical side. We'll move back to the campaign at hand. How does she do this? Well, we'll go to a blueprint written by none other than Nate Silver. We always used, we always like to get a little bit of analytics here, and we'll get to the analytics in a minute. And we'll do the uh, sports. As far as uh, current news, well, the wall uh, or no wall, uh, 
shutdown and no shutdown after Friday midnight to figure that out. DJ Trump uh, basically said he will sign the bill. One of his lackeys, I think it was McCarthy, said that the Democrats uh, capitulated, caved. Well, he didn't cave at all. Uh, what they did is they're giving him maybe a fourth of what he asked there and some other things are thrown in at the same time. So we'll see. And there's a major bill uh, that passed the Senate, it'll pass the House, dealing with a wildlife. Uh, we'll have that on other broadcasts, but that is a major bill. And no doubt D.J. Trump will sign that because it passed the Senate by, uh, I forget the total number, but uh, it was in the single digits that voted against it. One was Mike Lee of uh, Utah. But there are various things in that bill from Confederate parks to new parks to new lands to new monies uh, for wildlife. The Conservative uh, Wildlife Federation, I think it is, uh, uh, the Montana, they are supported, and most of the other uh, ecological organizations will uh, support this because this is the best that they, quote-unquote, can do. And they haven't passed anything in about 10 years there. So that is in the legislative sense coming up. Back to uh, Amy Klobuchar and this river strategy of hers. For those that recall the uh, 2000 campaign, the one that was stolen from Albert Gore of Tennessee, Albert Gore started in uh, St. Louis on the river and took a riverboat uh, trip while people were doing their vacations all the way down to New Orleans. I don't know if Amy Klobuchar will do that. I'm, I don't know if she'll ride trains or ride a bicycle. Uh, she still has some snow to, uh, as they say, speak in, a snowstorm. You'll see a picture of her literally in a snowstorm. You can't see her uh, there, but uh, she made that, and you'll, you'll get that in its entirety uh, in a few minutes. We started off with uh, Mr. Uh, John Cash, the late Johnny Cash, and Big River. Uh, I think it's a very good theme song for her. Senator Warren, Elizabeth Warren, she used a 5 to 9. That's by Dolly Parton immediately struck her working-class roots. One of the things that struck me, this speech, uh, and you'll get a lot of articles out here that Amy uh, Klobuchar, the pragmatic uh, person, the pragmatic uh, candidate, the uh, middle-of-the-road candidate, etc., uh, some uh, detrimental things from the Huffington Post called her uh, an office uh, bully with some of the staff where you hear all kinds of things. But these things come out in the early days, and people forget about them as quickly as they go. When it boils down, as the candidates all come in, uh, we don't know if Beto O'Rourke will come in now. We don't know if uh, Vice President Biden will come in. There are a lot of question marks that are still there as this race shapes up. And then some of the lesser-known uh, types out there, like Sherrod Brown, who didn't endorse the uh, Green, uh, the new Green New Deal, Incidentally, the uh, House, uh, excuse me, the Senate leader, old man McConnell, is going to bring it up. He first said he wouldn't because obviously it's not going to pass the Republican Senate, but it's a non-binding resolution. It's interesting to see where these people stand. Several presidential candidates have already endorsed it. So again, these are things that will get into the uh, presidential race in 2020. But how many of them will stand? Well... In primaries, particularly in the Democratic Party, some of the candidates will veer more to the activist center, and that's what you have out there in Iowa. You have more of a left-of-center activist center. 
and in uh, many of these uh, primary states you will have that but as the general election comes these positions will move in the other direction and that's not a problem when you're running against a DJ Trump that can't keep his his uh, crowd straight uh, he was immediately uh, rebuffed not only in crowd size but on El Paso being safe uh, because of the wall and not not correct and this is one of the problems with social media you can uh, come out with all sorts of things uh, there and immediately be exposed as a liar. And that is a situation. They had one with uh, Ihan Omar. She was talking about McDonald's and some statistics as to what McDonald's paid. And the federal uh, hourly rate is still 7.25. Now, you're talking about uh, McDonald's all over the place, and evidently, some staff member had put it together, seen $7 that was in uh, Poland. But again, just because someone is getting $7 an hour or $10 an hour after uh, their uh, withholding, they are not getting that. So you need to be cognizant of that. If you're getting $15 an hour, how much is the worker really uh, realizing out of the check? We'll have some of those uh, figures for you, but on to... Uh, the uh, 538 and Amy Klobuchar, the question here, and this is written by uh, Nate Silver on the uh, 10th of February. How Amy Klobuchar could win the 2020 uh, Democratic nomination. Amy Klobuchar announced her candidacy for president uh, in uh, Minneapolis on Sunday, became the uh, fifth Democrat out there, and he names the uh, some of the people that uh, have announced already, Kamara Harris, uh, Twitter King Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren, who had been expected to run uh, for years, Klobuchar a little uh, bit uh, more of a homespun independent label of candidate. Nate Silver's there, but being an indie uh, on an indie label uh, had his upsides and downsides. On uh, one hand, there is a uh, perceived authenticity. You hear that word authenticity out there quite a bit. The ability to build a momentum from a modest expectations. On the other hand, there's a question of whether your product can get into the hands of the consumer without having a major label marketing muscle behind it. And if so, whether you can expand beyond your niche audience. So this article is meant to provide a relatively comprehensive assessment of Klobuchar's strengths and weaknesses rather than being either a uh, devil's advocate uh, argument or a best-case scenario. If it uh, is informed by uh, conversations with, uh, it is, excuse me, by uh, conversations with Klobuchar's campaign as well as with unaffiliated Democrats, but the opinion analysis here are my own. This is Nate Silver. And uh, you'll see that I think uh, Klobuchar's upside outweighs her downsides, but there are plenty of materials in both columns. Potential advantages, electability, you'll hear that word quite a bit from all the candidates. Democrats really want to beat uh, D.J. Trump. A Monmouth uh, uh, University poll found 56% of Democrats prefer someone who would uh, be a strong candidate against uh, Trump, even if they disagree with the candidate on, on most issues, compared with 23% who held the opposite view. What is meant to be electable uh, in... Uh, is uh, something in the eye of the beholder. The term uh, sometimes seems to be uh, 
euphemism uh, for uh, uh, a good-looking uh, white uh, guy, a European guy who isn't too liberal, a hello, Beto. But uh, Klobuchar could uh, make uh, some uh, good uh, data-driven arguments for her electability. One of them is simply the overall uh, electoral importance of the Midwest, particularly the upper Midwest states of Minnesota, which uh, Trump uh, came within uh, 1.5 of winning, Wisconsin and Michigan, which uh, he won. Winning of those uh, three states, plus Pennsylvania and Ohio, or Florida or North Carolina could give, could have, (coughs) excuse me, would have given uh, Hillary Clinton the presidency. She didn't do any of those. And the path of least resistance for Democrats to retake the uh, White House. There's also Clover's uh, Shara's uh, strong uh, performance in uh, Minnesota to consider. She was first elected in uh, 2006, a 20-point margin, and then re-elected in 2012 by 35 points, and in 2018 uh, by uh, 24 points in each case. She performed uh, well statewide, not just in the uh, core Twin Cities, winning 79 to 87 counties in uh, 2006, 85 of 87, so a lot of counties in 2012, then declined uh, to uh, 52 of 87 counties in the recent election, 2008. But given the massive swing uh, towards Trump and Republicans in rural counties, elsewhere in the Midwest, Klobuchar still did uh, better than uh, many Democrats. The uh, First class of first tier uh, Democratic senators such as Klobuchar have been uh, blessed not to face elections or re elections in red wave cycle, red wing, red waved uh, cycles, 2006, 2012, 2018, all been uh, blue years. Needlessly, uh, Klobuchar has performed uh, strongly relative to other Democrats in the same election. Below, for example, you see uh, the outputs uh, from a regression analysis that uh, calculates expected results in each two. And I'll append this, of 2018 uh, Senate races based upon every state's partisan lean. Uh, how much or more Republicans or Democrats it is than uh, the country as a whole, where uh, each party had uh, an elected incumbent running, according to the analysis, you'd expect a Klobuchar Democratic incumbent in a blue year, but in a purple state to win re-election by uh, 14 points, and said she won it by 24 points, beating the model's expectation by uh, 10 points. That rates as the third strongest performance for a Democrat uh, for Senate last year, slightly behind Joe Meacham. Uh, Joe Manchin, excuse me, he's from West Virginia, and of course Vermont's uh, Bernie Sanders. And just ahead of Beto O'Rourke uh, in Texas, amongst other actual potential Democratic candidates who ran Senate races in 2018, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand also performed relatively well in uh, this matrix, whereas Shad Brown uh, got an average rating and in Massachusetts, uh, Elizabeth Warren, a poor one. That's not to say you can expect Klobuchar to... Uh, taunt her electability on the campaign trail, which the uh, first rule of electability is that you don't talk about it, but uh, it's an argument that uh, we are uh, likely to hear a lot from surrogates. In other words, you send out the lackeys. 
potential strengths in Iowa and in the debates compared to candidates such as Harris and O'Rourke who might hope to uh, blitz their way to victory on the basis of strong fundraising and early delegate accumulation. Of course, in California and Texas, Klobuchar is probably playing a long game, but uh, doing so also requires two important uh, mild uh, markets. First, uh, success in the debates, then strong performance in the Iowa caucuses. That really requires organization, organization. Klobuchar teams believes that she has uh, two advantages in the debates. First, uh, like Harris, uh, she's a former prosecutor, having uh, been a uh, county attorney in uh, Minneapolis's uh, Hennepin County, a skill that uh, should translate well into sharp uh, elbow uh, stage in the debate uh, on the debate stage. Second, that uh, she could be uh, candid and funny, potentially allowing her to surpass expectations among voters who expect uh, with, uh, Midwest blandness. Or Minnesota nice, that's what killed uh, Walter Mondale. It's a uh, credible enough uh, case for Klobuchar, who starts out with name recognition, excuse me, below 50%. That is a problem right there because Elizabeth Warren, everyone knows Elizabeth Warren, they know Bernie Sanders, and Karma Harris is trying to get known. And it's a simple name, Harris. Her potential uh, to succeed in Iowa is uh, more obvious. She will probably be the only major candidate in the race from a state that borders Iowa and won uh, relatively few Midwesterners in the field. And in her uh, statewide races in Minnesota, she relied heavily on retail approach to politics. That will help her not only in Iowa but in uh, New Hampshire. Sometimes uh, that uh, would translate well in Iowa, looking at uh, past results for Iowa's caucuses makes it uh, pretty clear that there is a regional advantage in this uh, contest. The region uh, has a strong retail skills. That, of course, uh, describes uh, Beto O'Rourke and, uh, according to the Silver, uh, Twitter King Booker. Beyond Iowa, the path is less clear. In New Hampshire's open primary system, voters typically favor liberal uh, New England, such as Sanders and Warren, and the electorate that gets... Uh, much uh, less uh, white after uh, Iowa and New Hampshire, whereas uh, Klobuchar's strength with non-white voters are less than obvious. So uh, she'll be hoping for polling a bounce out of Iowa. No doubt she has to get that. The uh, beer truck without the the uh, baggage, uh, Klobuchar's campaign is likely to emphasize her working-class uh, Midwest roots. Her staff says uh, you'll hear about her grandfather working as an iron ore miner. How many of those around anymore? For instance, it will also pitch her uh, her to uh, voters on uh, candor, honesty, uh, pragmatism, and ability to uh, get things done. The work ethic and so far, no doubt that came about in her staff uh, environment. It's going to lean uh, pretty heavily into uh, Midwesternists. In other words, the idea is to draw a contrast, probably uh, softly at first and maybe uh, more explicitly in as the campaign goes more uh, combative between uh, Klobuchar, Sanders, and perhaps uh, Booker. In uh, some cases, it will, you recall, the old uh, distinction between the beer truck and the flyover of moderates uh, and wine uh, truck 
coastal liberals, uh, however, uh, Klobuchar isn't uh, likely to have uh, the uh, beer truck to herself. Uh, Sherrod Brown, they mentioned him, will be playing in the same lane, but nobody knows him anyway. The person could uh, play that is Joe Lunchbox uh, Biden, no doubt about it. Then you also uh, might call a uh, craft uh, beer truck consist of candidates who are from the middle of the country, but uh, whom's uh, appeal or might be strong amongst the college educated. That would be Beto O'Rourke, uh, founder of a craft brewer, uh, uh, John uh, Hickenlooper, used to be the governor of Colorado. Do you mean, uh, what does uh, does that mean? Is Klobuchar likable, likable to run ex- exclusively as a moderate campaigner? for instance, against policies such as Medicare for All. Now, this was very interesting. I noticed in her speech, as I was taking notes, that she got in universal health care. Boy, she moved from that so quick that uh, the media wouldn't have got it, but we got it. So she's got universal health care. That's something that's been on the agenda of the Democratic Party uh, since Harry S. Truman of Independence, Missouri. And on to uh, Lyndon Johnson, uh, Jimmy Carter, um, and uh, you go uh, there to Bill, Bill Clinton. Uh, anyway, he had Hillary Clinton. Anyway, that was something else. Her campaign uh, wouldn't uh, quite say as much instead of describing her as a pragmatist and a realist. But that is a fussy distinction at best. A fuzzy, excuse me. Uh, but uh, let's see. But there is an interesting twist to uh, Klobuchar's uh, regulation here. Uh, Although she has a relatively modest voting record, it's a fairly liberal rally to Minnesota, which depends uh, its uh, reputation as a bastion of liberalism. And is a purple state. That purple state, uh, not certain about that. Um, it's a working class state. Uh, how purple it is, well, it's on and it's off. It's been pretty close. Barack Obama, I believe, carried the state by what, uh, four uh, something points, maybe five something. I looked that one up. Democrats are already uh, running uh, for president, are clearly uh, telegraphing a run uh, there. Uh, Klobuchar has the 12th highest uh, Trump score. Uh, she voted with Trump uh, often at 31.5% uh, uh, of the time, uh, trailing only former Maryland Representative uh, Joe uh, Delaney amongst the Canaveral. Well, forget about him. But she has the 10th uh, lowest uh, Trump plus uh, minus rating, meaning that she voted with Trump less often than uh, you can expect someone from a purple state. Uh, only uh, Oregon's uh, Jeff uh, Merkley and uh, Brown and Representative uh, Ryan from increasingly red Ohio had a uh, lower Trump minus rating amongst potential candidates. Well, they aren't really there. By contrast, Beto O'Rourke uh, would vote with uh, Trump slightly less often than Klobuchar had the highest Trump minus uh, rating in the field because he represents an extremely blue uh, district. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, in El Paso, Texas, who is a Republican uh, mayor. 
to Elvis, I'd say Klobuchar may well uh, try to uh, uh, to uh, fit in, fixate, excuse me, the uh, distinction between being a moderate and a uh, realist. However meaningful that distinction is, might or might not be uh, the Democratic voters. We'll see on that one. A lot of it will depend on how it's set up in Iowa. Klobuchar also has uh, some ar- other arguments uh, to make against the rest of the beer truck candidates, or at least she's arguably less baggage than the rest of them. Her candidacy, uh, her excuse me, her, her credentials in uh, 20 years in a public office sound uh, are sound by presidential standards. Unlike uh, Beto O'Rourke, she isn't 76 years old. I uh, know she's not as uh, Biden. She doesn't represent a state that is heavily invested in the financial industry, which is a problem for Biden. Well, Delaware, yeah, everybody is there. For all of uh, the New York and New Jersey people, well, they've been there. The beer truck uh, will likely also be dominated by men, including uh, candidates Biden, uh, O'Rourke, Brown, uh, I forget about the rest of them. So... uh, Klobuchar could have enough strength with uh, working-class women and overlook an important part of the Democratic base. They voted uh, for D.J. Trump. And, of course, also uh, possible that the beer truck is is a road to nowhere. Democratic delegates are allocated, uh, are based on the number of Democrat votes for president in each state, meaning uh, that they are deliberately biased towards a blue state. A reasonably clear uh, contrast uh, to uh, Trump. Will any Democratic candidate do that? Barack Obama, as Barack Obama did against uh, G.W. Bush, Bill Clinton against George H.W. Bush, but uh, you had Ross Perot in the middle. I still think the theory is uh, mostly true and that Klobuchar is above an average Democrat in her degree of non-Trumpness. That's an interesting term. I haven't seen that in the lexicon. Uh, I want to hedge uh, uh, against it a little bit. The uh, version of Klobuchar we've uh, seen in the debate and on the campaign trail may be uh, scripted, blunted, and uh, more uh, emotional than people are are expecting. Uh, yeah. towards the stamp may facilitate those uh, perceptions moreover to the extent that her campaign is drawing distinctions between her beer truck persona and uh, the wine track uh, liberal uh, from the coast she'll in uh, some ways be echoing the argument that Trump made about the Democrats well she may be more succinct but I'm not sure about that two potential problems we get to these last the lack of a clear path with uh, non-white voters, they try to say the same about Karma Harris. is uh, not quite as white as you'd think, but they do have Ihan Omar. They're home to uh, several immigrant groups, uh, including some relatively small ones, such as the Somalis, uh, Laotians, and don't forget about, uh, well, okay. And its non-white population has grown significantly since 2000. Needlessly, as of 7-80% of the population was non Hispanic European compared with 61% of in the U.S. itself. Well, Vermont is in the other direction. 
This is not to say that uh, European politicians can't find appeal with non-white voters. Uh, John Kerry did quite well with African Americans. He did indeed. If you recall, uh, there was uh, Louis Farrakhan out there with his hat on, and he just said vote. And uh, followers of O.J. Simpson, African Americans, knew how to vote. They voted overwhelmingly for John Kerry, Brother Kerry there. Uh, this year, uh, the Democratic field features several people of color, however, and uh, Klobuchar doesn't have any obvious strategy uh, to appeal to uh, African Americans, Latinos, or Asians. Uh, I guess she's conceding those uh, to uh, if, in fact, Beto O'Rourke appeals there. Beto O'Rourke, in our presentation there in El Paso, spoke both in English and Espanol. Together, we'll make up 40% of Democratic primary electorate. And this is what happens, uh, remember, uh, in uh, New Hampshire, that uh, we put out uh, publicly that Barack Obama could not win New Hampshire, because we know New Hampshire will. Anyway, nonetheless, and he did not. But as he uh, turned, uh, things got closer in Nevada. Hillary Clinton was stole some of the caucus votes out there. But we went south then as a... Before him, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson to South Carolina, and the uh, follows O.J. Simpson, and the uh, whole map changed. Instead, several of her likely uh, strategic choices, running on a beer trunk, heavily investing in Iowa, perhaps in New Hampshire, with emphasizing trying to capture as much of the uh, European vote as possible before turning to manure as well. It doesn't matter that much. In a presidential election, it's totally different. A national uh, presidential election, the sweet stakes is with the followers of O.J. Simpson. They will depend. They will determine this election. D.J. Trump knows that. That's why he wants to try to get 10%. Uh, isn't uh, likely uh, to uh, have a lot of initial appeal uh, to the left. That's uh, in her hometown newspaper talked about that. Uh, she may uh, subtly and selectively. She's been running around over on NBC with old Rachel Muldrow. Or she may run explicitly towards the Senate, depending on who enters the race. No doubt about that. A little bit uh, early for that uh, prediction. Let me. The uh, five corners uh, don't capture everything. In particular, they don't account for voters' gender, even around uh, the fifths. Now, this is the five quarters here. Uh, African-American voters, millenniums, the left and party loyalists, um, Joe Biden will get the party loyalists. Who gets the millenniums is up in the air. Uh, that will be uh, between uh, Beto O'Rourke if he shows up. Um, uh, Bernie Sanders, no doubt about that. Bernie Sanders is the left, uh, not party loyalists. So the five corners don't capture everything. Uh, uh, Three-fifths of Democrats uh, will be women, no doubt about that. But where's Elizabeth Warren in this scenario? This doesn't mean that a campaign will need uh, to proceed in the stages without necessarily having a lot of margin for error. First, uh, she has to uh, perform well in the debates and town halls. Karma Harris is trying to set herself up as a town hall queen to vault herself ahead of the other uh, beer uh, truck uh, candidates. Hmm. Each uh, stage holds risks uh, for Clover. She, she doesn't have a lot of shortcuts or detours there, no doubt about it. Staffing and uh, campaign building support amongst in, in, uh, insiders. We already went over the Huff and Puff slander articles. 
These rumors have uh, been widespread for a long time. To insert myself as a barometer here, as someone who doesn't live in Washington, who is sort of ambivalent to political gossip, I hear uh, about them uh, several times, and in some ways the Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Notorious there. Stories are relatively general in that they don't uh, contain uh, that many details are largely and are largely anonymous. And a woman usually exhibits this uh, type of behavior, according to Nate, is a bitch. I said he didn't. Anyway, uh, they also reek of inside uh, uh, baseballness. Having a reputation as a bad boss can be problematic within the industry, but without uh, sacred uh, uh, details, uh, it's not the sort of scandal. But voters are likely to know voters are trying to get away from D.J. Trump. At the same time, the nomination process is, to some extent, inside game. As the Huff and Puff story claims, they had trouble recruiting the layers of, uh, of highly talented uh, staff that other uh, candidates have, uh, because of a reputation well-earned or not, of being abusive. Well, that does have something to do with it. Uh, dysfunctional staffs, you can just ask Hillary the Monster Clinton about that. Not that she was abusive to the staff. No, she was not. But the problem was, in the end, she had a staff that was ineffective. D.J. Trump uh, it has his White House with an uh, ineffective staff, but because of the way his, he dis, his dysfunction doesn't matter. So i am uh, be looking to whether Kovacir uh, is able to gain a few endorsements in the early stage of a campaign, especially from outside of the home state of Minnesota. The Beltway elites uh, can, could uh, play into uh, Kovacir's brand as a, a tough, no BS outsider, but it's uh, really hard to get completely alone in the uh, primaries, especially when uh, the strategy involves winning over one faction, the party first, the beer truck, and then uh, building bridges to the other. Well, if you're running a working class campaign, uh, the unfortunate problem uh, for Amy is if Joe Biden in, enters the campaign and Beto O'Rourke, they're going to be both, you know, we'll have three people competing for that beer truck. And all will have their hands on the six-pack. So that in itself, you have to go outside of that. Beat or rock or go to his...